Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. I have a friend who's really struggling right now with this, you know, Christmas and all this good stuff, and they're really struggling to find how to be happy. You know, their family doesn't live in San Diego. They just got a divorce. Um, mm-hmm. She's a single mom, and she's really struggling to figure out how to find happiness at this time. What would you recommend? Like, what do you guys think? Mm. What could we tell her? It, it, does she go to church? Um, I think she does sometimes. <clears throat> sometimes? Mm-hmm. Because I think that if she has relationships that she's developed in church, yeah. I think the biggest thing is to even link up with one of those relationships. And if she doesn't, then, you know, find somewhere, some thing to do right. with that time not to the the worst thing for her to do is to isolate herself right and um you know people always say but i don't have the time i don't have the time i'm a single mom i'm this i'm that i work all the time i don't know like i she i do know that she attends church every now and again but i don't know how often mm-hmm. i don't know i just think it would be this would be a time to have her listen in and like this is what you do well not only that too i mean even is she a good friend of yours not that good. <laughs> Not good enough to invite her over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, even if uh, we invite her over, she's not one of those that's going to show up. So it's me going more to her mm-hmm. home. And how mm-hmm. old's her child? Her child's only seven. Seven? I mean, there's so many things to do, but on Christmas Day, I mean, honestly, it's this is where, where you have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You're either going to choose to sit and wallow is that the right did i say yeah. wallow yeah. in your in your emotions and <clears throat> let that affect you from let that affect your child from enjoying or have the best christmas that they can have mm-hmm. and i think somehow you have to come to a place where you're able to put aside your emotions and know that you know what this is my 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 daughter son whatever and mm-hmm. you know no matter what the circumstances or whatever i went through i'm not going to let that affect my child enjoying Christmas and having joy in it, you know? Right. And yeah. I think that sh- her, she'll find her joy in bringing in, joy, from bringing joy into to her child. child. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think with us, with our kids, when they were all, you know, younger and smaller, I, I found joy in watching them do little things, you know, mm-hmm. and oh, unwrapping a little gift or just the smile they put on their face or them playing with each other, you know, and just joking around and doing little things. That's how I find my joy. Right, right. You know, I let my, my children really fulfill me, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, so because I've gone through, like I said, I, I, especially now that I'm older, all my kids are grown up. So I have to now, okay, where do I redirect <laughs> Because I don't have my kids around now to bring well, me. Well, it helps having Atlas yeah, now. Well, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, my, my grandson. So now I put my energy and everything into him to where, you know what, I, I find joy in that. And one oh, of the yeah. things that I noticed that changed probably more towards this year with you is because now he's five so he could actually enjoy it more than he mm-hmm. did maybe the first few years he's responding and so, asking more exactly yeah, engaging so, more yeah so mm-hmm. if, if they're young babies and they're not quite enjoying it it's a little hard to, yeah you get excited for yeah. them but when you see that oh look what i got mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then like he'll open up a present and like that's beautiful no, like his little reactions are mm-hmm. like amazing 
but mm-hmm. but I think when when they articulate what they're yeah. feeling, I think it just takes it to another level, and you get that mm-hmm. anticipation to see, hey, this is you know going to be super exciting for them during this Christmas because they're going to enjoy it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about Tony? <clears throat> if we're talking to people who don't have children, yeah, and it's either a single mom or dad. I mean, I, I they don't have children, or their children are grown, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, individual who's never been married or you know they're just out here or they're wherever they're at and they don't have that social aspect where i'm just gonna go join this at the church i'm just gonna go here it's those people that are i don't like to say loners but they are alone Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of encouragement like just get on let's do something what how do you get this person to find joy in this time well i think because um thanksgiving just passed Um, and that's a season where we really kind of need to count our blessings. I think that that as much as it's possible, let that carry on through your Christmas as well, because, you know, instead of looking at what you don't have, look at what you do have. And I think that's a good place to start. And if you feel like, you know, that you're anticipating a lonely Christmas or something like that, there's a, I brought it up, I think in a couple episodes, but it's a quote. I don't even remember where I heard it. But it says you deserve what you tolerate. So mm-hmm. to me, yeah. if if you're not willing to step out of the box or even put your toe outside the box and try to anticipate some kind of change so that you don't have the same old, same old, you know, where maybe it's a tough time, tough season because of, you know, not having the surroundings that you see on TV yeah, or your exactly. friends or some of your family have, you know, think about what you can do. Because if you can't, if, if you don't see something exciting happening why don't you try to create something why don't you i love that yeah, and, and you know I, I think that's a big deal because if you could turn around and create maybe not even excitement for you but for somebody else mm-hmm. it can it can feed that 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 um what do you call it the giving person within you mm-hmm. to want to like wow that was amazing you know do something different if you have you know one of the things that i just came across i was reading this the other day and I wrote like a little devotion actually yesterday. And a lot of times we look at forgiving people for right. maybe things that they did. And sometimes that's what puts us in that box initially mm-hmm. because we've gotten hurt. So now the people that hurt us are the people we're supposed to be celebrating this holiday yeah. with. But we can't do that because of the hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I kind of came to the conclusion because I was uh, reading, I think it was in Matthew, where yes, <laughs> forgiving somebody is half the battle. A lot of times we think that is the battle. Right. And initially it is. But here Jesus turns around and says, hey, you need to forgive those people. But then here he turns around and talks about, he says, do good to those that hurt you. Bless those that have persecuted you, those mm-hmm. who have wronged you. Yeah. So if you get the forgiveness and you can couple it with doing something, being a blessing to that person that hurts you, right. that to me is the whole package. Forgiveness is a big deal. And I know that that's like a, a giant mountain to many people. But as you practice it, it gets easier. So during this season, yeah, forgiveness might need to take place. But how about being a blessing to somebody that hurts you? Either spending time, buy them a little gift. You know, Jesus even said, pray for them. Yeah. You know, so by doing that, I think that could change the whole outlook on your 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 Christmas season or times when it's stressful. Right. Is is turning around and, and grabbing the bull by the horns and let me make a change. Yeah. Let me be the change. Let me let me take initiative and make a difference. 
And I just think that that's something important and something that you can look at. So, you know, you get to the forgiveness, but then what could you do on top of that? Right. To go above and beyond and show, yeah, this person, yeah, you hurt me. I forgive you. You know, we're done with that. I appreciate you. But now let me bless you. Oh, goodness. Let me go above and beyond. (laughs) That's, that's, that, even it's funny because in the verse it says, by you doing that, you're qualifying or displaying that you're a son or a daughter of God. Right. And that's like, what? Mm. (laughs) That's taking it to a whole nother level. Sometimes we stop at the forgiveness. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. Jesus says, go, go the extra mile. If they slap one side of your cheek, give them the other side. We don't like to hear that. (laughs) But... That could change your whole Christmas season or just those times, like I said, when you're, you're overwhelmed and with maybe relationships, because mm-hmm. maybe that's more what, what I'm kind of addressing. Yeah. Just something but, to think about. But would you say that person that's trying to go above and beyond just forgiveness, they also have to be healed? Because I personally don't see an individual going up to somebody else and giving them a gift mm-hmm. and feeling that rejection once more if you're not healed yourself. Yeah, well, I, I, just, I think it could be part of the healing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're never going to know Unless until we do, we do it. it. Yeah. And, and I, 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 in other words, if somebody wronged me mm-hmm. and I forgave them, and now I'm coming back to try to find a way to bless them. Right. If, if I turned around and like, let's just say I knew somebody wronged me, I forgave them. And I turned around and just, I knew where they lived mm-hmm. and I got a gift card and you know, put it in their mail or did something like that or right. somehow got it to them. And base, you you don't necessarily have to be there for the response right. to feel the rejection. Yeah. But you know you went above and beyond. Oh, okay. So I think there's creative ways that you can be the bigger person. You're doing it in spite of the outcome. Exactly. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. And, and even <laughs> if you are rejected, think about it. You're being rejected for doing something good. good yeah. You're trying to love somebody. Mm-hmm. So maybe by you doing that, actually, the Bible even says that when you do that, you're heaping hot coals on their head sometimes. Oh, wow. Not that we're trying to irritate them, but they could have the deeper problem. Yeah. That's and true. But by you going above and beyond, you're showing a, a different level of love that they're probably not used to. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing that I wanted to mention, too, is... Don't stress yourself out trying to get somebody out of that place. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. this is a time where we're all supposed to be enjoying, just not just this time, just in general. These are the times that we're supposed to just be enjoying life. But if you've tried with an individual, maybe you're not going to be the one to get them out of that mm-hmm. <clears throat> that place. Uh, I would say if you do belong to a church, reach out to somebody else that goes to church with you. It's like, look, I've tried calling my friend. I've tried doing this. Maybe you want to try because for whatever reason, you're not getting to this individual. But if you're seeing someone that just is not responding to your text, to your calls in that moment, like you've done what I feel, I've done what I've had to do. Now I'm just, there's nothing else I can do. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel, especially when we're talking about individuals that don't have children, that um, they just don't want to do anything else. And no matter what you offer, they basically, no, I don't have the time. No, I don't want to, I don't like to do that. No, I don't like people. So then what do you do? Mm. So to me, it's like, don't burn yourself out trying to get this person out of there. Maybe they're just not ready. Do, I guess like what you said, just give a gift and leave it there. And whatever comes of it came of it, but you did, you went above and beyond to do something to care for somebody else and show them that somebody's there for them. Yeah, And, and when they're ready, they'll come. Yeah, and I think 
as long as you you kind of know where your heart is throughout each step of these processes mm -hmm. and you know your heart is in the right place your your you have good motives yeah i don't think there's as much mm -hmm. to worry about mm -hmm. if you if there you have an ulterior motive then yeah, yeah, you know there, that's that's wrong. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Then it's just manipulation. Exactly. Then that doesn't help anything anywhere but, with anybody. <laughs> but then there's those who don't are probably saying to themselves right now is, well, what if I can't get myself out of that rut? What if you know it's easier said than done? Oh, you know, yeah. and there's those who just you know are so stuck that how do you get unstuck? You mm -hmm. know, and how do you find that joy for yourself if you don't have that energy or strength inside yourself to go do something good for someone else, you know? And well, I, I think that in life, there's God always puts people in your life that could potential, <clears throat> potentially be a confidant, somebody that you can actually um, share things with where you don't get judged. And I believe that God will place people in your life or even has but we just sometimes don't acknowledge who they are in our lives. Okay. But I think once we acknowledge that, hey, you know, whether it's a relative or a, a childhood friend that you've done life with, whoever the case may be, I think that once you identify somebody that you know would have your best interest in mind, you have to be open. You have to be willing to open up at some point. Otherwise, it goes back to what I said. You deserve what you tolerate. Your life is not going to change until you're willing to take one step. And if forgiveness and all these other things that we just talked about is a little too difficult, if you can get a confidant in your life mm -hmm. and you have somebody that you can go to, that to me is already a win-win. Oh, yeah. Because maybe you can't get to that point because you're having a tough time. But if you have somebody that you could at least talk to and where they're not pointing the finger at you, sometimes we find the solutions by talking to somebody and not always do they have to give you the answer. Just by you hearing yourself talk about mm -hmm. the problem, sometimes the solutions are there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost like a sounding board. Well, and, and if you find yourself you know, having a tough time um, finding someone or even reaching out to someone with, with me personally, you know, you have to learn, it starts with the thought, you know, and, yeah. and again, with your words, you know, if you, you say you can't, then change it to, I can, exactly, yeah. and I will. And the biggest thing for me is, is if you're alone or, or if you feel like you're stuck and you can't get out, you know, honestly, we think sometimes we know, God, are you really listening to me? But there has been many, many, many times, you know, where I was, you know, in that situation where I was stuck Mm -hmm. emotionally stuck in those negative thoughts to even where it affected my Christmas for years. Like I did not look forward to Christmas. This is actually my first year that I'm really excited mm -hmm. about Christmas. I'm looking forward to Christmas. And, and, but it's like, what did I do to get myself out of that? And it started with, you know what? Changing my thoughts, changing the way I spoke, mm -hmm. changing my negative into positive, looking for things that, you know what? And asking myself, why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? You know, and and a lot of the times I've had to go to that quiet place and, and cry out and say, God, help me. Mm -hmm. Father, help me. Help me get out of this rut. Sometimes mm -hmm. I've even prayed, Lord, send someone to me. 
send me someone, Father, that will help me. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have somebody that that you can go run to or you can c- pick up the phone and call, run to your Father right. that's in heaven. You know, run to Him and say, Father, help me. Mm-hmm. Send me someone. And trust me, he will send somebody. And if right. not, you you just have not not if not, you know, I believe he will. He will, yeah. You know, but sometimes not in, in your own timing, it's in his timing. But also finding, like you said, one thing that you said earlier, Tony, about um extending how do you say it, extending help to someone else or um oh my gosh, I don't have my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how you could write with you. I know. I I wrote like, okay, whatever. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to go back, actually reverse that, (laughs) is also, you know, finding time, finding something to do with your time. Do something good for yourself. If you Mm -hmm. have no children, you have no family, and and you literally are by yourself, you're not involved in church, and it's just you. Yeah. Find something for you. Something meaningful. You know, something meaningful. Yeah. You know, go do something special that you wouldn't have done for yourself before. You know, if, mm-hmm. if, if it's doing your nails or going out and buying yourself a gift, right. you know, and treating yourself to something, you know, that you wouldn't have done before. And, and baby steps. Right. It's not something that's complicated. Don't make it complicated because we can make it complicated oh, yeah. if we keep dwelling on it, mm-hmm. if we keep you know, vocalizing it over and over in our head, of course, guess what? You're never going to get better. You're never going to get anywhere, but it's just changing the way you think, the way you think little by little. And it could start simply by saying, instead of saying, I can, I can't, I can, I can, I can, and keep repeating it over and over to yourself until you do it, Right. until you get up and do it, mm-hmm. you know, go splash water on your face and look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself. You can do this. Yeah. I believe in you, you know, if you don't have that person before you that can do it for you, you mm-hmm. know? So it, it's honestly, it's no excuse. Right. It's It starts with what's coming out of your mouth and what you're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, change it. So basically we're talking, basically what you're saying, Ida, is yes, we've all had it rough. We all have something we've gone through. But in the moment that we decide, I don't want this anymore, I don't like the way this feels, you make the change. Don't wait for somebody else right. to come to you. Don't wait for some miracle to happen that, oh my goodness, I have everything that I need and now I can be happy. Let's learn to be happy in the moment until we get whatever it is that we're looking or seeking for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and actually, maybe we, I could even go back a, a step further because maybe if everything we talked about already seems like, I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. What? That? No, I can't do that either. Let's rewind it. One of the easiest things I think you could do to get the get out of the the maybe I don't know if it's a, like my wife said sulking or if it's uh, mm-hmm. um, just feeling like you're having a pity party within yourself right. or whatever the case is just because life and stress and the season is just overwhelming. Go out and treat yourself to a toy. There you go. What well, it sounds so crazy what I just said, <laughs> That's but. <good> <laughs> I've heard this uh, from the uh, preacher one time. He said that when he feels that life is just overwhelming, he'll go to, at the time it was Toys R Us, probably now it's Amazon. Uh, But (laughs) uh, he'd go and buy himself a toy and go home and just play with that toy for at least a half hour. It sounds so ridiculous in a sense because we don't think that way. 
we think, oh, I'm adult, you know, I don't need to, you know, toys are the thing of the past or unless you got grandkids or kids or whatever. But um, I, why I bring that up is, uh, I don't know how many months ago, about four months ago or something, one of my, my or my daughter had a friend here and we were talking and um, you could just see she was overwhelmed mm. and she was just like going through it and just trying to figure out life. And you could see she was carrying a lot of weight. And I turned around and I gave her a little bit of money. I said, here, I want you to do me a favor. And within a week, I want you to go buy yourself a toy. Mm -hmm. Go buy yourself a toy, whether it's a toy or if it's uh, something to go paint or anything else. Go do that to get your mind off of what what you're going through. through. Mm -hmm. And... I don't, I never heard the result of it, but <laughs> she got I, happy. yeah, but, but when I said that she began, tears started coming down her eyes. Mm. That's why I say that maybe that's a good place to start. Right. Why don't you just, okay. Yeah. Life is bearing down on me. The load is heavy. You know what? Let me retreat for an hour and let me just be a kid again right. and not have the responsibility for an hour. Let me put all that stuff on the shelf let me just go pick out a toy, even if it's a toy that you've always wanted that never mm-hmm. got. A lot of us have, you know, I know I have toys that I wanted when I was younger, but I never got them. <laughs> you know what I mean? What if you go get that and go play with that? Yeah. It sounds a little ridiculous, but I think it could actually do something on the inside because it just changes your focus temporarily. So you could say, hey, life isn't that bad. Yeah, that's true. Just something to think <clears throat> about. I ended up getting me an easy bake oven about seven years ago, and I'm not that young. <laughs> but because I always wanted an easy bake oven, and you know, I love to bake. And I ended up using it and realizing who the heck has time to bake stuff that little. And I ended up giving it, maybe it was 10 years ago, I ended up giving it to my niece. I was like, I don't know who uses this stuff, but I got it out of my system. So Tony, yeah. I totally get where you're coming from. Wow. And, and sometimes we just need to go and do that just mm-hmm. because. Just be a child again or have that childlike mentality, like everything's going to be okay. Because I think children kind of think that way. Like they don't really worry about the big stressors of life. Mm -hmm. So it's going back and doing that. But you mentioned something else, Tony. You said what it says in the Bible. And I love the fact that you quoted the quote that you said that I can't remember right now. But Jesus came to be a servant to serve others. You never hear that Jesus was out there seeking something, that Jesus felt alone, that Jesus was looking for someone to fulfill something within him. It was always him being a servant. So, And I love that because for me, if you can't find happiness in anything that you're doing or you can't find joy, why not go out and do something for someone else? Why mm. not go out and, and volunteer at a soup kitchen, you know, they call mm, them uh, yeah. mm-hmm. food banks. I work with elderly now. I've worked with, um, and I still have my hand in the foster care system, but I work with the elderly. And when we get these phone calls and I'm all alone, I don't have anybody. My spouse passed away. All they're looking for is to have a purpose in life. And in we always think like, oh, I have it so bad. And for the individual out there that feels I have it so bad, no, there's somebody out there that has a little bit worse than you. And it's always going to be like that. So why not reach within ourselves and we say we have nothing? Well, if you have breath and you're able to stand up and walk, then go to somebody and try to offer something to somebody else. Because I think once we get out of this, and it's going to sound horrible, this selfish mentality of I, 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 then we're able to see that there's need out there and we don't feel so much as mm. I'm abandoned, I'm alone, I have no one. And, and you mm-hmm. find the joy in doing something for someone else. 
I, you, you guys know I work with foster kids. So I love having, you know, foster kids come over to the house and just being there and mm-hmm. seeing them light up for something as simple as a toy. Like you said, mm-hmm. something as simple as you knew that, you know, we're going to have a movie night and everybody's going to sit in the movie, uh, the TV room and we're going to have your throw blankets, popcorn. They enjoy this. Uh, they, they really, they get something out of it and you sitting back, you get something out of it. Like I was able to help someone. Mm -hmm. And even for the elderly, it's that phone call on that day. And just, you know, I'm here, I I'm, I'm connecting with you. And like you said earlier, drive, if you know their address, drive by their house, you don't have to sit there and receive either the rejection or the applause, just leave Mm -hmm. something. So they know that someone is thinking of them. Sometimes we, that's, that's how I feel. We have to get out of me and go out there and do for someone else. And then you would realize that really the world, people aren't that bad. It's not, it doesn't have to be that lonely. It's how lonely are you making it? And again, it goes back to the thoughts. How lonely Mm -hmm. am I making it for myself? Mm -hmm. Now with the nursing homes, do you know if um, they allow people to go visit maybe on Christmas Eve or Christmas day to even take a small gift or something to someone or even just to go room to room and maybe just sit with someone whose family who doesn't have family or maybe they their family doesn't want to come see them on that day because I know for them, even in the holidays, it could be pretty heavy for them. Yes. So I know that, well, the one that I volunteer at, typically mm-hmm. I call ahead of time and let them know that I'm going to be there. So that's what you would have to do because of, mm-hmm. you know, this flu going around. I'm not sure how strict they are on their mm-hmm. rules of people visiting, but typically, yeah, we call ahead of time and we schedule and we let them know when we're going to be there. And you can ask mm-hmm. the nursing facility, nursing right. home facility, who doesn't have anybody? Who doesn't mm-hmm. have visitors? Who doesn't? And you know, guys, they get happy with socks. It's so crazy. Like oh. you bring in socks, you bring in a scarf, you bring something mm-hmm. so that doesn't cost you almost anything, something mm-hmm. handwritten. And they rejoice because it's not the thing. It's the fact that they know somebody out there cares about them mm-hmm. and they don't even know you. Like they don't even know you and you don't know them, but they get so happy out of doing, uh, out of that. So you seeing this individual become so overwhelmed with, with, with joy gives you some sense of purpose. Like I did something mm-hmm. good. So I would highly encourage that. And you call a nursing home and find out who, you know, doesn't have anyone. Or if you just want to show up and leave some handwritten notes or socks, like I said, they mm-hmm. would greatly appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking when you said about giving, there's a verse in the Bible where it says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. So I was just thinking about this while you were speaking. But when we're receiving it, it normally affects you. Mm-hmm. But when you're giving, it affects the other person as well as, as you. As well as you, yeah. So I think that could be why it, it says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. So giving in some way, shape, or form, even if it's a text to somebody or if it's a phone call and mm-hmm. you're just speaking hope or life into somebody else, especially during this season, right. it's going to fill your love tank as well. Mm-hmm, right. So don't hesitate to do it. It might be rough if it's the first time or if you're old school, traditional, where <laughs> I don't want to put my emotions on the table or any of that. I, I challenge you to do that yeah. because the more vulnerable with wisdom you make yourself, the more impact you're going to have in other people's lives. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I say that with wisdom because sometimes we need wisdom on, you know, who to be vulnerable with. But being vulnerable in the the area in the love department, Mm -hmm. I think enriches your life more than anything else because you're willing to put yourself out there first, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I have good relationships with a lot of people. Like there was a, a guy that was in our, 
Bible study probably 10 years ago or something like that. And on Thanksgiving, I shot him a text. I said, hey, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you and this and that. And he's out in Alabama, mm -hmm. you know, fighting for his kids and mm -hmm. things, going through some rough times. And he was like, oh, my God, it was so great to hear from oh, you. That's awesome. So we were texting back and forth for maybe about an hour. And he was sharing how his kids are doing. And I remember when they were just so small. Mm -hmm. But it, it's you willing to step out of the box and make a difference. Send right. a, it. Was, that was just a text, yeah. you know. But it was a beautiful text. He sent me pictures of the kids and awesome. I'm sharing pictures of my grandson. And so much time had went by because I haven't seen him for so long. Mm -hmm. But when, you, when you're willing to be vulnerable, you have so many moments of being enriched and to enrich somebody else yeah. with the love that God's placed in your heart that it just, it's just something wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is the season above all other seasons to be doing that. To be doing right. that, Exactly. So with that being said, this episode was how to find joy in difficult times, how to find joy at Christmas, right? Yeah. Or around these seasons. Stressful times, in, all of it. Uh, um, yeah, uh, how to find joy in stressful times. So we want to thank you guys. And if there's anything out there, if there's anyone out there that says this isn't, I just don't like this season. Well, you know what? Reach out to us. Maybe we will invite you over. <laughs> I don't know. But at the end of the day, if you change your thoughts and the way that you think, if you become if you separate yourself from I, 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 and look that there is, you look to see that there is other need out in the world, your life would be your tank, you said, Tony, would be fulfilled. So once again, thank you so much for listening and tuning into this episode of how to find joy in stressful times. And we wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And also don't, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, we're on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's red letters with an S. Uh, some people can't find us because they don't add the S. So it's Red Letters Podcast uh, on Instagram, Facebook. And then we also have an email if that's easier. And it's info at Red Letters Podcast. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.